Hello and welcome to my Bun Hurt Oven podcast. This is episode six. Six? See? The hobby's lasted. (laughs) Uh, We're sitting in a kayak recording it, but... (laughs) You didn't think it would last this long, did you? No, no, it didn't. We are joined by a very special guest, our extremely needy puppy. Um, It's it's ever professional, you know, Chris and Rosie Ramsey don't do this, but uh, Saturday morning, he's needy. So he's For the here. first time in his life, he's never been needy, ever. And now he's licking, scratching, just wanting all of the attention. So if there's any, what do you call it? Feedback. No. Reverberation. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's him. It's his fault. So on Thursday, we had our telephone appointment with the consultant just to catch up after our failed embryo transfer. Yeah, so um, obviously you have to wait a little bit to speak to the consultant and then look at next steps. So I thought we'd give you a little bit of an update. The update being? There is no update. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, no, we're really not any further forward. No, so obviously everything's relying on your cycle. So um, you kind of, I think we've used this phrase before on the Instagram, you're like a 14-year-old girl who hasn't started a period, like eag- eagerly awaiting. It's the first time in my life that I've been looking forward to my period. Willing that period on. Yeah, willing the period on. So we currently have, so obviously um, when the egg retrieval took place, we had eight eggs taken out. Um, and then we once those were fertilised, we ended up with, Obviously, one was transferred and then three frozen embryos. So we've got the three. The word fertilise makes me, like, cringe slightly. Why? Just, it's a bit horrible, isn't it? Fertilised. Fertilised. How do you like your eggs? No. Fertilised? I'm just going to move on. We'll move on. <laughs> well, how do you like your eggs? That would suggest that you're going to make me some breakfast and you just lie there like a prin every yeah, morning. Yeah, we've got a podcast to do. Um, so, Poached. one of the things that our consultant was discussing was the potential other treatment options. Yes, yeah. So when you have a failed embryo transfer, it is a numbers game, isn't it, really, as as your granddad would say. Um, We know that, depending on what you read in different studies and stuff, you're looking at some say 30, some say 40, some say 50% chance of success. Basically, no one fucking knows. Nah, just shove it up there and see what happens, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Hope for the best. (laughs) Bit of Russian roulette. It's kind of like a boy having sex for the first time, isn't it? Shove it up there and see what happens. <laughs> That's the first time you haven't um, gagged. Gagged. Thought of a boy having sex. Ah. <laughs> We're so mature. Are we allowed to be parents if we giggle like this? Probably, probably not. not. It's probably why it hasn't taken. One of the things about IVF that I've learned is like you feel like it's you feel like you're talking to the social service. So when you go in. Bearing in mind that normally we're both professional, so we can turn it on. Like, we can, um, like, seem professional, can't we? Seem being the, the key word there. But you feel like, even when you go in the clinic, you feel like the receptionist's going, they can't, like, you feel like she's looking going, they can't be parents. You know, look what she's reading in there. Well, if I go in and me dinosaur top, and me little booties, <laughs> with me reins on, <laughs> I don't blame her. Um, but yeah, you feel like every comment you make, they're going to write it down on your profile, don't you? I mean, you don't even know the, the process that we're going through. Reciprocal, I said it. Reciprocal IVF, well done, babe. Shared motherhood. Um, so one of the things that you did discuss, we are kind of digressed slightly there, was the different treatment options. So, you know, he was kind of saying that 
at this early stage, there's not much that he would maybe suggest tweaking. However, for those people that know progesterone and the pessaries, the wonderful, wonderful pessaries, a treatment option that was suggested was injectable pe uh, progesterone. I can't even tell you, right? So when we were, because obviously we're talking a little bit about handing the baton over. So Tori, it just so happened that Tori's medication was injectable. And I have to, honestly, I can't believe I haven't said this before. Like Tori is really squeamish. Um, I think I've mentioned before that I got a phone call and I had to drive around the front of the clinic <laughs> for her to come out like being propped up by a nurse because she'd fainted at a blood test. Like, so when like the thought of her injecting was like, but she handled it like an absolute boss. Like hers were injectable. So he and mine weren't. Mine were tablets and pessaries, which, you know, like obviously she totally massively took one for the team. So he starts talking about ingest, um, injectable medication. She sat there with the smuggest look on her face <laughs> thinking, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> Yo, I thought she's going to have to do it. Like, I'm not bothered by stuff like that, but it'll be like it, it, Friends, Rachel from Friends, where she's trying to get something in her eye and she keeps moving. I was like, she's just going to have to stab it in. I don't think I can do that myself. Hey, it's for the greater good. That's what you've got to think. It's for the greater good. Very true. Did it for the family. <laughs> but the point that we're kind of trying to make um, was that we were willing to give anything a go, weren't we? We were very much, yes, Mark, we'll try anything. Oh, Mark, yes, definitely. We'll try anything to which he said... Yeah, so it's really important that I let you know that these um, injectable pessaries are £100 a week and you need to be on them for 10 weeks. Right, Mark, um, them pessaries were really, really, really... I love those pessaries. pessaries. It's like a little frisk twice a day. Like... I think we'll stick with the pessaries, pessaries. Mark. Pessaries, I love the pessaries. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a shock to the system, wasn't it? £1,000 on medication, like this shit is... Before you even get started. Yeah, like... Yeah, uh, when this baby arrives, we're going to have to work out some sort of payment plan, like payday loan type of payment plan. Yeah, we need to, these podcasts need to take off really, <laughs> don't they? Sponsorship. <clears throat> Sponsorship. <coughs> yeah, so anyway, um, that was kind of the medication options. And then, then the bombshell, we've just recovered from that. I think I've blocked it out. I don't know what you're gonna, about to say. The cost of just transferring, taking something out of the freezer, letting it defrost like a packet of mints and putting it in. Two grand. <laughs> Two grand. Are they joking? <laughs> I could do that. You could get the turkey baster. Get me a turkey baster. You could even let get, it thaw. You could get a decent turkey baster, couldn't you? Like a Marxies one or a, like a same. Well, I'd be willing to spend a good 20 quid on a turkey baster. Where are you going to get a 20 quid turkey based on? Well, it's a, it's a fuck ton better than two grand. Yeah, we were quite surprised at how much, but it's it's obviously worth it. And we knew this was going to be expensive, but yeah. I think I'm ready to bow out at this stage. Like, I'm, like, toss it out, mic drop. You're going to have to start, like, this, you're going to have to start working the streets, girl. And I will. I mean, 20 quid for a blow job. I, I, I don't know what to do. Are you... Do you turn White into a... White chicks? I'd be bashing it off my head. Do you turn into a cockney when you're a prostitute? Like, no, I can't was... be a Geordie prostitute. Like, that wasn't... Was that a cat's a prostitute? No, that was the... That was the punter. Oh, right. That was why it was so deep. Are you going... Because the train fare to London's like 400 quid, so you'd be on a negative if you're going down to London. Right, maybe I'll just stay local. Yeah. Little 
chavvy skip rats from up here. But then, like, with the London costings, like, your blowjob rates probably will be about £6 up here. Because if it's 20 quid in London, then in the mean streets of South Shields... Oh, that's a hell of a lot of blowjobs. I think you're going to have to rob the kids you work with. It's like 300 blowjobs or something, isn't it? I think there's going to have to be a non-uniform day. There's going to... Yes. Set up a GoFundMe page, non-uniform days, tombola. You're going to have to start selling the shit you confiscate. <laughs> like going in the office and reading the mobile phones. How much can I get for this? Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe that's something that we'll, we'll look into. This is a total legitimate business plan that we've got here. I mean, I'm sure it's called theft. <laughs> Not so much of a business plan, more of a... Are you able to fund the birth of your unborn child by, like, deviancy? Well, it it it, it sure like as shit looks like look it's going at me, that way. Deviancy. I earned my sociology degree, didn't I? Deviancy. <laughs> Get me on them crime programs. Does a sociology degree was an out left. No, that was actually only a few modules of sociology. Actually. Oh right, okay. So, in terms of the next or the latter stages of this little podcast, are you keeping us to task. Well, you know, time's kicking on. People don't want to get hear us up. yakking now. You get your notebook out. Go on. Um. Oh. <laughs> oh, I think have we just connected to the Bluetooth? No, two seconds there. We'll just we'll just tame the dogs. Well, well, that was all a bit of a shit show. The dog was barking. The bloody Bluetooth speaker was pinging. We are the most professional podcast you've ever listened to. Yeah, there was those sponsorship deals that were winging our <laughs> winging the weight or so. It's rustic. It's <laughs> rustic. We're real. We're we're not getting all high we're and authentic. Mighty. We're authentic. <laughs> So in terms of um, what we're going to do now, Chrissy, I don't know if you know this, I'm just going to fire some questions at you that people have asked on Instagram. It's not like you to be spontaneous. I'm just going to fire you some questions and, uh, yeah, we'll Why just... fire us some questions? Why do you need to be just, so aggressive? It's just a nice way of saying it. I'm just going to ask you some questions. That sounds a bit boring. So, um, how long have you been... How long have we been together? How long have you been together? Um, we've known each other for a while. Yeah. And we've been together... Coming up to three years. Yeah, that's been, it's been a, it's been a long three years. You cheeky twat. <laughs> that's a very long time in lesbian land, isn't it? Yeah, like we should be onto a, I don't know. I should have been pregnant by date three. God, I haven't even, I haven't had an engagement ring yet either. And you haven't had one of them for a while. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing a trip to Goldsmiths. He's just like Ross from Friends. I'm glad we can laugh about this. Uh, right, so question number two. Have you always wanted to be parents? I suppose that's a one for either of us. You go first. Are you going to call us mumsy again? Um, yeah, I have definitely always wanted to be a mum. Um, in fact, yeah, I've always wanted to be a mum. There's no, yeah. What about me? Is that what you're getting at? I've always that's why I'm glaring at you. <laughs> I have always wanted to be a mum. Answer quicker. Just <laughs> <laughs> putting you off your answer. What if I tickle you? I have always wanted to be a mum, but... Quite frankly, I didn't want to endure the pain. Yeah. You're really selling it to us. But you're willing to go through that pain for us. So that's like, that's a bonus, isn't it? Well, if I'm barren and it doesn't stick, then you might need to. Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) This is an interesting question, actually. Why IVF and not adoption or fostering? That's a good question. Um... I think for me, obviously, you'll have maybe a different. I think it's just at what re, uh, the 
you know, just because we're gay, I think that we didn't want to miss out on the whole, like, experience of actually creating something together and carrying it and nurturing it and, and giving birth and having that, like just that that baby that's yours I think that's quite magical I think I'm, I mean I'm not I would love like further I mean for us to foster or adopt a child that you know particularly fostering like those children well, it's temporary and you can give them back well yeah but like we haven't at the minute got any parenting skills I would love to say like say like when our children are a little bit older that we might foster right but at the minute like through work and stuff, I know that those children and, and you're the same. Probably they need someone. At my feeling, well, no, I think everyone can have parenting skills, but I think they need that stability. Like we kind of work dodgy hours. We don't know. We we'll leave early in the morning, come back late on a night time, and so I'm gonna do the baby. <laughs> well, no, we thought we've discussed that option. Like, yeah, I think in terms of it for me it takes a very 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 special person to um adopt and i'm i just don't think I, i'm not that special person um kind of working in the profession that i do i see i kind of see it and i think how the hell do these people do it um so yeah i think it just it it, it it amazes me really how people do it, how people manage it. Yeah, it wasn't that we've like written them off. It was just one more drawn to the to the start in our own family. And I think you hit the nail on the head with just because we are a same sex couple doesn't mean that we shouldn't have. We should then just go down a, an adoption route. We should yeah. have the same opportunities as equal opportunities. Yeah, and I feel really lucky that as two women, we've got two wombs. Like, I'm not, when it comes to period time, and our hormones overlap every month like that, I'm not I'm not about that life. But, like, two men, like, that, their journey's even more difficult. Yeah. Like, I guess. Credit the same-sex dads out there. Yeah. Do you... Oh, <laughs> hope my mum's not listening to this one. Do you want a boy or a girl? I know, like, I don't care unless it's healthy. I genuinely don't have a preference. Right, I do. <laughs> I honestly do not have a clue what I would do if you give birth to a, a girl. Like, what do you do with a girl? Because I'm sure shit not taking it at ballet, not taking it at gymnastics. I'm not doing its hair. I can't, I can't even do my own fucking hair. Like, no, it needs, it needs to be a it's boy. It's going to have a quiff in, isn't it? If it's your, if, it, if we have a little girl. Or a like... headband mm-hmm, and a bun. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be a mini trunch bowl. Oh, right. <laughs> but I know my mum is very much team girl, isn't she? Yeah, like it's definitely gonna be team Taza versus team Kaza, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think I might get like written out the will or something if I if we produce a a, a boy. It was dead funny how your mum was like, Oh, I, I was lucky enough to get a girl. Did you Kaza or because cause this girl did not go to Bali. She didn't go, did. like, did did you? go to Bali. If I got this girl, I'd ask for me money back because this girl went to football, rugby. No, I remember ballet well. The things that I take from ballet are um, daily triangles in me pat lunch and being in the shower one morning at the age of like three or four and saying, I don't want to go to ballet anymore. I'm a lesbian. Oh, but you are built like a ballet dancer. You're all legs. You're fucking taking the piss. You're all legs. You're stocky, stocky ballet dancer. Um... And then the last one then, how did you deal with the big fat negative? That's a nice I mean, that's name. fucking brutal. <laughs> oh, what a way to leave it. Thanks Ouch. for that. Um, we didn't, we didn't. <laughs> we're dealing with it really We're well. hiding the shops. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Um, inappropriate laughter. 
Yeah, I think that's the way that we deal with most things, isn't it? Like inappropriate laughter. Yeah, like don't, we have dealt with it. Like it was horrendous. Like I think because we tested early, it wasn't a massive shock. So we'd kind of got used to the idea. By tested early, do you mean we'd pretty much tested every day since the embryo transfer? Yeah, so like I came out of the clinic to a test. No, I'm joking. Um, So we have kind of dealt with it, but it's more like our focus is now on the next time. So we're kind of, we dated each other a lot, didn't we? Like we just spent a bit of time for us and thought, like we kind of thought about the positives as hard as that is, like the positives of not being pregnant at the moment. Well, you were clamming for a drink. Like you stopped drinking for a good couple (gasps) of months before the embryo transfer. (gasps) Oh yeah, you were spewing as well, weren't you? (laughs) No, that was me clamming for a drink, not spewing. Well, you were spewing as well. Your first drink after months. Well, I just went ham, didn't I? Like, I I couldn't decide. By ham, she means three bottles of beer and a gin. There were big bottles of beer. No, there weren't. And the gin was home Boris Mershers. (laughs) But yeah, I think we'll we'll have dealt with it. We took took time for ourselves to kind of, not grieve, grieve's a bit much, but just come to terms with it. And then, like you say, move on, focus on the next, because that negativity isn't going to do jack shit for anyone, is it, really? Yeah, and I think you have to be quite, like, obviously Zita West, who is a fertility expert, talks a lot about, like, mindfulness and um, kind of, like, visualisation. Like, I am pregnant, I will be pregnant, so it's kind of like... What a load of woolly bollocks. (laughs) If it's in there, it's in there. Honest to God. Well, no, I I do believe, but for me to be upset... You're not one of those little fucking snowflakes, are you? don't i'm sorry you upset you um so yeah it's just kind of like if i'm stressed or upset and that's not going to help for the next transfer is it no positivity all the way because this will happen won't it it will it will it will and that's a good place to leave it it'll happen it's It's not tea and biscuits time now though when's that ever stopped you it's it's breakfast time Okay, breakfast time. Like, rate and subscribe. We're going to have fertilised eggs for breakfast. Oh, Chrissy man. 